Hey friends, John Sherrod here with another episode of Quick Take, your Apple-focused podcast. Uh, And the first thing I wanted to do is ask you if you could do me a couple of big favors. One, if you could go into Apple Podcasts, the Apple Podcasts app, or in iTunes, and actually rate this podcast five stars. That'd be a big help because five stars really mean a lot to getting visibility for podcasts within the Apple Podcast app and within iTunes. Uh, That'd be fantastic. And the other thing is, if you could on your social media, if you see me post this on Twitter or Facebook, if you could go and actually share uh, the uh, post for this episode on your own social media, that would be a huge help as I'm trying to build the audience for this show. Uh, so uh, the last episode that I did focused on uh, how to find the best deal for movies uh, in iTunes. So if you're if you're like me, if you're if you're building your library of movies in iTunes, but you want to make sure that you get the best deal and aren't constantly paying full price for things. Uh, go back and listen to that episode. I've got some tips on how to find the best prices. So this is kind of a almost like a part two to that episode uh, in the sense that it's focusing on digital movies and iTunes in specific. And that is I wanted to talk about Movies Anywhere, which is a really fascinating service that basically lets you uh, connect all of the different uh, digital movie stores that you might have an account with and actually share your purchases across those different services. It's one of those things where it still boggles my mind how all these different studios and digital retailers signed on for such a thing. Uh, But what it is, it's actually a product owned by uh, Walt Disney. And it used to be called Disney Movies Anywhere, and they just rebranded last October to Movies Anywhere. And what happens is you go and set up a free account with Movies Anywhere. They have an iOS app, or you can go onto their website And uh, then you link that account to uh, your various uh, digital movie retail stores. So iTunes is one, uh, Google Play, Amazon, Vudu, and they just introduced one from Fandango. And I didn't even know Fandango had a digital movie retail experience, um, but apparently they do. But you can link these and whatever purchases you make in any of these services will will just cross-pollinate into each other. So if I buy a movie in iTunes... It's going to show up in uh, Amazon. Uh, if I buy a movie in Vudu, it's going to show up in iTunes and all these. So, in other words, you buy it in one of these stores, and it automatically shows up in your library and all the other stores. Just phenomenal. Again, I do not understand how all these people were able to set aside all their various interests and differences and agree to this. But kudos to the Walt Disney Company and all these other retailers for um, getting on board with this. Uh, and it's fascinating and this can be a real hedge because one of the things I talked about last time is one reason I settled on iTunes, uh, for my, for building my, uh, digital movie library was not only because I'm very tied into the Apple ecosystem, but I also feel like Apple's, uh, iTunes movie retail operation isn't going to go anywhere anytime soon. I feel like Apple's in this for the long haul, whereas, you know, uh, you know, I, not to pick on Voodoo, but I don't know, you know, are they going to be on, are they going to be, you know, 20 years from now, is, is my Voodoo library still going to exist, for for example? Um, but this can be a hedge against that. If you use Movies Anywhere, you know, again, all your purchases sync across all these services. So you, you, that really gives you a hedge against one of these companies going out of business and you not necessarily losing your whole library. Um, now, there are some caveats, and there's one big one, potential big one I'm going to talk about in a second, but uh, one is that not every movie studio is on board. Uh, most of them are at this point. The only two that I know of is that, that aren't on board, at least that are big studios, would be Paramount and um, Lionsgate. And, uh, you know, Paramount's kind of a big one. Um, you know, I own all the Star Trek movies except for one. 
you know, I'm still coming to terms with Star Trek Into Darkness, but that's a whole other story. But, um, you know, and that's a, those are Paramount movies. And so I have those all purchased in iTunes. Those are not available in my other services through Movies Anywhere because Paramount is not a participant in Movies Anywhere at this point. Hopefully they, you know, hopefully those deals will get worked out and those final two studios will come on board. Um, but that is one potential caveat to know about. Uh, the other deals with uh, 4K and HDR titles in specific, uh, and in particular with how they relate to iTunes. Um, now, of course, one thing, uh, you know, Disney, you still can't purchase uh, 4K titles from Disney in the iTunes store. Uh, and really what that boils down to is that Apple insists that everybody charge the same price. Disney wants to charge more money for 4K titles. And so that's what the nature of the dispute is. And, and uh, I hope that Apple and Disney resolve this. I don't know exactly what that resolution will look like because Apple seems very firm on the price, which I appreciate. I like consistency. Um, but Disney also really likes to charge a premium for their titles. And, and like I mentioned in, in last week's episode, you very, very rarely see discounts on Disney uh, titles and iTunes. If, if so, it's $5 at most. Um, who knows? Maybe one way to get this to budge would be, um, you know, for Apple to, um, basically to agree to Disney's terms on that. Um, but for Disney to say, okay, if you've purchased movies in the past from Disney, we'll automatically upgrade you to, which has kind of been the standard that Apple set last year when they introduced 4k HDR, but who knows? I don't know how, you know, I obviously ideally what would happen is that Disney would agree to, to Apple's terms because I think that Apple's terms were the best for the consumer. But we'll just have to see how that shakes out. But with movies anywhere specifically, um, when I, I don't I don't know what the the deal is currently, but I know when they first introduced the service last October, they had a deal where if you linked all these various services, you actually got five free movies, and and they were all you know, uh, you know, not back catalog titles. It was Ice Age, uh, the latest Jason Bourne movie the Ghostbusters remake, uh, the Lego movie, um, and, um, Big Hero 6. And, um, and so that was awesome. I mean, I got five free movies and some of those, uh, outside of the Lego movie, honestly, I don't know if I would have purchased any of those, but still, you know, I got five free movies out of the deal. Um, and, uh, and that was awesome. Uh, however, one thing that I noticed right away is that even though uh, several of those are available in 4K in the iTunes store, when I go into my iTunes library and play back, say, the Lego movie, it plays back at HD quality, not 4K. And it, it, to my knowledge, Apple has still not put out an official statement on what's going on here, although um, there was a statement that they allegedly gave to, um, and I can't remember the website name, but to one of the websites that kind of tracks uh, HD movies. And they basically said that it works like this. Um, if you, uh, if, if, you know, if, if a movie, you know, if you redeem a movie code in HD or 4K in iTunes directly, they're going to give you the 4K version. But if a movie comes into iTunes from one of these other services via Movies Anywhere, what I believe is, is and again, Apple hasn't given an official statement that, that I can tell is officially from them. But what it looks like is going on is if you were to bring a movie into iTunes from, say, Vudu via Movies Anywhere, if you had originally purchased or redeemed that in 4K on that service, you should get the 4K title in iTunes as well. However, if that was an HD redemption code when it's brought into iTunes, they will not automatically upgrade you to 4K. And that's confusing because, um, again, to my knowledge, Apple never stated this anywhere. 
So anyone imagine someone who maybe had a hundred movies that they purchased in, you know, Amazon Prime, and they got synced over into iTunes, and they were expecting a bunch of those to get upgraded to 4K, and then all of a sudden they're not, and then those movies are stuck there forever in HD without the ability to be upgraded because, at least as of now, there's no way to to kind of purchase. Um, for a smaller fee and upgrade to 4K or anything like that. Um, so that's potentially one thing you want to be aware of. Um, so, you know, like I, I just tried it the other day and to this date, you know, all those movies that were brought in for movies anywhere, um, only play back in HD again, even though several of them are available in 4K. And what makes this kind of extra maddening is that if you go into, um, the iTunes movies app or the TV app on the Apple TV to play it back, it says it's a 4K title, but when you stream it, if you swipe down from the top, that shows you the quality of the stream that you're getting. It just says HD, and you can tell um, that it's just HD and, and not 4K. So uh, bottom line is I'm super glad Movies Anywhere exists. I think on the whole it's a great service, but um, that's one caveat that means that I'm probably not going to be purchasing movies in Movies Anywhere directly or in Vudu or Amazon Prime to, to pull them back in. And that's unfortunate because, um, it'd be a great way to, to help add to that, uh, price matching that I was talking about in the last episode, where if you're trying to find the best deals, maybe there's a great deal in Vudu, you buy it there and then it sinks into iTunes. Um, but, but, but because of that 4k issue, I'm kind of holding off on that and just sticking with iTunes. Now, if you don't care about 4k at all, if HD is, is all that you, that you need, um, then you still might, that still might be a great way to get some deals on movies and iTunes is by maybe you see a deal that it's cheaper in Vudu or Amazon Prime, you buy it there and it comes into your iTunes library. But if you're like me and you definitely want the best quality and you don't want your titles locked at HD without the possibility to upgrade, you might want to avoid um, redeeming a movie in one of these other services or in movies anywhere directly. I hope that changes. I hope over time... Um, they're able to get that worked out where it's going to show up in 4k if it says it's 4k in iTunes. But for right now, that's one thing to be aware of. Um, but, uh, again, definitely it's a free service. So definitely go out and check out movies anywhere. And I'm hoping that later on this year, uh, either at WWDC or probably more likely at Apple's fall event that we'll get some updates to the iTunes store with respect to movies. And, and if that's the case, I'll certainly revisit it here on the show. That's it for this week. Um, again, Give me a five-star rating in iTunes if you would, and if you wouldn't mind sharing this on social media. Also, again, you can uh, actually download the Anchor app for free in iTunes, and you can record a voicemail message that I can actually incorporate into the show. So if you have a question or a topic, definitely feel free to submit it that way. Uh, What's coming up later this week is on Tuesday, Apple uh, has a live event where they're expected to make some product announcements. Uh, It's an education-themed event, and uh, so what you will... uh, what you'll be able to do is stream that event later on. It's not a live stream, but they'll have a, they'll have the video recorded that you can watch later on. And I will be back to break down whatever news uh, comes out of that event. And we'll talk about it here on Quick Take. See you next time.